Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Ripple Effect Podcast. We are so glad you're back and have joined us here. Whether you are watching this online or you're listening to this on the go, we're grateful to be here with you today. We are still in our new and improved studios. We'll be adding some more pieces as the time goes on, but we're glad to be in this space. Uh, in the studio, we've got Brian Sevitz here, back. Uh, you were gone, your hiatus, yeah. last week. This month, I'm here, gone, here, gone, here, gone. He He's a bit of a boomerang this week, uh, this <laughs> month. And we've got Doug Bennett in the studio with us oh. here today. Uh, he came kicking and screaming, but we're glad that he's here. Uh, we'll get to him in a little bit. Before we go, we do have a sponsor of the week, which we are grateful for. And the sponsor of the week is our, well, we're going to call it the Serve Day t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, we are, <laughs> we finished our Serve Day project on Sunday. Uh, and we're so grateful for so many of you that helped out. But we wanted to highlight uh, the print shop that made our T-shirts yeah. for us. So art department, uh, you know, Russ McCoy comes here to church. And for really for several things around the church, he did not ask for this, by the way. He may not even want this shout out. probably does not. Uh, but I don't care, he Russ. gave us a great deal once again yeah. on our shirts yeah. for Serve Day. And... Um, on many different things we've done through the years, uh, you know, he's sometimes done it at cost or mm-hmm. charged us half price or something just so we can, you know, save the church's budget some money and help everybody get something. Sometimes we give away shirts to go with like a year long emphasis mm-hmm. and he'll give us a great deal on those so that we can. Well, you're just, wearing one. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember if this was a free one. I think I paid something for this one, but still, um, I mean, we, we sometimes hand out, wasn't it the other Hope Lives here? Yeah, we gave out. We gave out to everybody for free. And, um, you know, again, we pay for that, but he gives us an awesome deal on it. So we really appreciate them. So shout out to the art department and Russ. We're so grateful for you. And uh, for those of you who helped out with Serve Day, we're going to talk about that a little bit here uh, in our recap. But uh, we're grateful for him and for people like him that use the... uh, the businesses that they have to encourage the work that we do here. In reality, I mean, Doug helped some with this room we're in. <laughs> uh, Rex ended up finishing it out. Uh-huh. But when we have a lot of business owners who just chip in mm-hmm. here and there to help things get done, and we, we appreciate it. That's right. Um, and we'll get to more of that here in a little bit. So there's your sponsor of the week. Uh, we also right now want to do a quick recap. If you showed up on Sunday morning, uh, particularly for the afternoon service, and you're like, where is everybody? Because <laughs> um, that has happened before. We had our annual serve day. And they have they you guys we talked about this. You did a serve uh, kind of church left the building before I got here. But have we done one ever since I've been here? It seems like I mean I yes, remember when we started. It, it does seem like either it was that first summer or the next one. Yeah. Uh, but we've done it like five years. I in think a row. it's I think it's at least five years mm-hmm. now in a row. So we can call it annual. Cause, yeah. Cause, well, because wouldn't it be six? Because the first year we didn't we do like. Left the church. Uh, the, uh, That's churches, right. The church and yeah. did it. Yeah, the churches left the building. Left the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then after that, I think. Yeah, and there was like a days. year or two in between there. <clears throat> we didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, we served, but you know, not yeah. a, not a day like that. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's kind of become like other things. If we don't have it, people are like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what are we doing?" doing it? Yeah. <laughs> well, it Which is w- good. It was fun. Um, we had lots of different projects. This year was a little different because we combined it with downtown, and we know there was some logistical things that were a little frustrating. Overall, I was pleased with how it went. 
Um, we had a good group uh, during the nine o'clock hour. Um, it, that room was pretty well full for all the chairs that were set up. And then there was a good group downtown, which yeah. I was really grateful the for. The attendance, I wish we counted. Maybe someone did, but if they did, I didn't know. But I didn't. Uh, if you watch the video, we had some empty chairs up front because we, I had Doug bring, bring down some plastic chairs, uh-huh. you know, uh, but most of the people was out in the yard and Tons stuff, and you couldn't see them on the video. Yeah. So we did have a really good crowd downtown, better than the last couple of years. Well, the weather was something like that. Helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, we're so grateful. Um, lots of you did different projects. Doug, would you just share a little bit about the project you did? You were, you were telling me a little bit off camera. Uh, most people, this is the one thing that I we got to figure <laughs> out how to do better of sharing the projects and the stories, but you had a pretty cool one. Um, me and Robert Gaines and Jeff Crane and um, Jacob went over to Holiday to a family. Uh, I think his name's Lim, I believe, Lim McGee, I think. Uh, and build a outdoor uh, couch uh, for him. He's a handicap, and um, we basically made a L-shaped couch that they could put the chair that he has, the special needs chair that he has to sit in, and mm-hmm. put it on that, and so they could use an outdoor movie screen. And also, he likes to um, do outdoor, or, you know, be outdoors. And his mother was saying that one of the problems is he's got to be in his chair. Well, he relates that to school, and he really don't like to go to school because he knows he's not going to be with <laughs> yeah. the family. Yeah. And so when they put him in that, he thinks it's they're going back to school. And uh, yeah. So he, he really, you know, he was out most of the day and watched us, and he, you could tell he really was going to enjoy it and liked it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So did you get to finish it then? You started the project, finished the yep, project? Yeah, we started time? and finished. Uh, we got there a little bit later than we planned on. Uh, we got there about 1 o'clock due to cleaning up from downtown and different stuff. And then we left there around, oh, I think it was 5.30 or so by the time we got wow. finished up with the project. Well, you got a longer one then. Yeah. So yeah. It, um, I have a couple photos. We know that some of you just listened to this, so when we say look at this, it means nothing to you. But I will try uh, to overlay a couple of photos because Doug sent them to me, the kind of the progress photos of that day, and, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. The last one was him sitting on the couch in his yeah. chair, and it's like this is – this is the reason we do a day like this. Yeah, it made it worth it because when you see that, it was like it was worth mm-hmm. doing that project. That's pretty cool. And she was the the mother was grateful too because she said to her three times she never figured that she would get picked or you know <laughs> yeah. but however that we was yeah. going to come do it. You know, she's like you know she was really grateful. It wasn't just. You know, I, yeah. I think it'll come to a lot of good use. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, the thing about serve day projects is you never know what good's going to come of it. You know, you never know how it encourages people or what's the long term benefit of it. Um, but that's that's why we do it. We don't know what God can do with these things, and and some of the projects we might do them and nobody cares. And <laughs> but it's going to be those few that end up making an impact in people's lives that matter, and it's good for us. It's yeah. good for us just to have a day where we're like, we're going to do something for somebody else. So that's really cool. That's what I was glad I was involved in that project because, you know, yeah, cleaning up at the park or cleaning on Morley streets needs to be done, but nobody really, oh, hey, I've seen them out there. <laughs> you know, somebody probably went by and was like, what in the world were this here? was like, you know, you could tell that. And in the past, I've done some projects on with being handy with tools and stuff of, you know, even some other people in the church, we went and did some work on their, mm-hmm. you know, garages or house or something that had mm-hmm. just some small issues that they couldn't afford or, you know, didn't have the know-how or whatever to fix them. Mm-hmm. And, 
and makes it better when you do a project like that. It does. Meaningful. Yeah. We went out and did a, well, of course, I was like you. A lot of my day was spent cleaning up. Yeah. But then I went and helped with my family, was over at the warehouse, which I had no idea what we were getting yeah. into. The warehouse that's, for Faith Bridge. Faith Bridge has multiple locations, and one of them is just this big warehouse of pallets and stuff drove off of semi trucks. Literally, uh, they're multi state operations. Of pounds of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it is crazy. And you know, you get done with that, and you're like, we barely made a dent. Like, we we did stuff, and oh, there was a great crew yeah. there. And actually, Redeemer had already worked that morning some because mm-hmm. they were having some projects too. Mm-hmm. But uh, project like that. You don't know. I mean, you have, it's not near as tangible as what Doug did, but you still feel useful and you're like, this is helping somebody. We're never going to know their face of who it helped, but uh, it's, it's helping, if nothing else, helping Andy and and their family uh, keep that operation going because it's getting huge, really. Well, I love the idea of just waking up in the morning saying, all right, today is just going to be about how can I help somebody else? And we can't do that every day because we got jobs, we've got things we got to do, we got family, we got things we got to take care of. We have our own honey to do lists, we got all sorts of stuff. But there is something that's freeing about just saying, hey, I am going to, whatever I can do to help others, I'm going to do. And I heard on Sunday you sent Brian that kind of message saying, hey, what can I do to help? Yeah. Because yeah, you became yeah. a roadrunner for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's one of the things I wanted to bring up and why I wanted to bring him in was just because, um, like, my head on a morning like that has about 500 things running through it, things that need done and all that. And Jessica was like, the night before, you need to get some more help. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know who to call. It's too late. And then I was literally just gotten in the van to leave Sunday morning. And Doug just is like, I'm just sitting here on the porch or something. You need, what do you need? He's like, oh, I can give you a list. And we started giving him a list. But really, that's just, it's it's about just being available. Yeah. And uh, none of them were glamorous things. I mean, he ended up doing auto work and everything else <laughs> yeah. that day. Things we didn't expect. Yeah, I heard some door latches didn't yeah, quite we, work. Yeah, we still can't get all that accomplished, but we yeah. got one door open for some reason. Well, we were just about Both to have a sound broke. system blasting out of the van because yeah. the doors wouldn't open. Seriously. And the speakers start, were still inside. I was starting to think van. about, we're just going to set the band up here in front of the van <laughs> and blast the sound out of the windows or something. Cause, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well... I was, uh, right after the first service, I was going to get the food, I was going to get the t-shirts, the communion, and I was going to load it up in my van, and by the time I was done finishing a conversation, Doug was like, do you need anything else loaded up? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's already done. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Uh, so we're really grateful for you and, and for everybody that helped out on Sunday. Uh, if you have stories or pictures that you feel like people need to hear about Serve Day and your experience, uh, just let us know. Send them to me. Send them to Brian. We'd love to hear them and then share them with everybody else. Okay, before we get to talking a little bit more with Doug, uh, let's give you the TLCC top three, the top three things you need to know coming into this week and getting ready for next week. Brian, what do we got? All right, so number one, the Wednesday nights are continuing. I hear uh, there were a few hiccups, especially with check-in always has hiccups. I don't know why. Every time. But But we got it fixed. uh, Dawn and I were both gone, and it was a little extra stressful on those that were here, but the... 
So Wednesday night, 6.30, mm-hmm. uh, come if you didn't come last week. And I wanted to highlight the men's group because the men's group kind of voted on what they're going to do last week. Right. Uh, when I wasn't there, I sent them some options. And so we're going to be starting a Kyle Eidelman video study through the book of Galatians. I think it's six or seven weeks, and that'll start Wednesday night. So guys, uh, if you don't have another group, uh, come and join us in the coffee bar Wednesday night, 6.30. Um, and there's groups for, for all ages on Wednesday nights. Uh, second, this Saturday is our Women of Worth worship night. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, some of us will be watching our kids, and our wives will be out there, I'm sure. Uh-huh. But Women of Worth worship night, it's at the camp, so White Oak Camp. Uh, if you don't know where that is, look it up, White Oak Christian Camp. It's down on the end of Urbandale. And Saturday, that starts at 6.30 with s'mores, and then they're going to start their music and worship time at 7. So that's for ladies. The third thing I wanted to highlight is our congregational vote. We've been talking about that for a few weeks, and if you're a member, you receive that in the mail. But we'll be voting on our elder and deacon candidates, as well as we proposed a few tweaks to our bylaws, and then we'll be voting on that as well. So in between the services and after the service, there will be people at the kitchen window in the auditorium. And if you're a member, uh, you have to have been a member for six months at the church to vote, and you need to be 18 or older. And if that's you, then go to the kitchen window. We also ask all of our families once a year to verify your membership. It's really uh, twofold. One, at one point, we had like a thousand members on our books, and there's like 400 people attending. We looked day. amazing. <laughs> so the, the books can get way out of hand as far as being outdated. So it helps us with that, and also uh, it helps us verify like your email address and address and all that because things change and people don't notify us, and we need to be able to have the right info. So that'll be happening as well on Sunday if you vote and then go see Dawn at her table and verify your info. It sounds like a complicated process, but really it's you looking at a paper, making yeah. sure all the information is correct, and then checking yes. Um, I think that's how you get the preacher count, though, is you let that, you let yeah, that, book, exactly. that book just kind of pile up with <laughs> thousands of people. That's how you get the preacher count right there. That's good. All right, well, there you go. The TLCC top three. Uh, Wednesday nights are going. Men, if you have uh, a desire and you want to be a part of a men's group, it's a great study to jump in on. Women, ladies, the, on Saturday, the Women of Worth worship night will happen out at the camp and then be ready this Sunday for the voting and the member verification process. If you have any questions about any of that, uh, contest, contact us at the office or you can email us at uh, office at tlcc.church. Okay, Doug, I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Put, you, put you on the hot seat. Okay. Um, well, we talked about you know you've you have always been a person that jumps in. You've always been a person that helps out. Uh, you have uh, woodworking skills. You've got carpentry skills. You run a business where you uh, do different projects. You've done fencing. Yeah. You've done decks. You've. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you haven't done. Drive a train. You you, <laughs> you, you drive a train. <laughs> you drive a train. You know, so I was making fun of the train, uh, you telling the train something on science because you work yeah. for the railroad. Yeah. Um, my question is, first and foremost, when you're, you're, I think people would consider you a handyman. Yeah. When did that start? Have you always been good with fixing well, things with your hands or when did that begin? Probably all my life, pretty much. Okay. Um, when I was a kid, I used to work for anybody that would let me go with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I was young and 
there was a neighbor guy that poured concrete and I'd go down and just the best guy just showed up and made him have me, you know, show me how to do it or help him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then of course my dad was always involved in everything and, and, uh, did a lot of handyman stuff for the elderly ladies in our neighborhood and that type of stuff. And so then of course I learned it from a younger age. That's probably the difference between me and my brother. Now my brother's not very handy, but he could probably take a computer apart and tell you uh, <laughs> how to do all that. Or, or I don't, I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> I'm lucky to get my phone turned on, and I've just finally got into the email thing in the last couple of years because of it. <clears throat> yeah. But um, pretty much, I mean, like I said, learn it young, and then as I got older. Um, I used to just, I'd go to the library and get a book if I wanted to do something and read different steps. And of course, now, you know, it's all on the internet. I was going to say, hold on one second. You know. Kids, a library <laughs> yeah. is a place. Imagine like an actual work. If YouTube was a place, that's what the library is. You go there to cut, check out books. Yeah. And there used to be a company out, kind of like the encyclopedias that kids don't even probably know what a encyclopedia is oh, today, yeah. but there was companies out there that you could subscribe to these woodworking books and different things and you, I don't know how many different sets of those I've had through the years and you pay $12 or whatever and you get one every Mm -hmm. month or something and it would, you know, and you just go by that and of course techniques now have changed but if you got the general principle on how to do something, you can really do anything. And and How long have you guys been a part of, I guess, Union Avenue, Timberlake Christian Church? I don't know. I was trying to think of that on the way here. I'm going to guess Timberlake probably 12 to 15 years. Um, we went to Southern Randolph and Higby before mm-hmm. my father-in-law was a preacher down there. Mm-hmm. And that's why we kind of went there. And then when my daughter got in high school, we started coming here due to more, you know, youth group was more active, uh, or if you had a whole bunch of kids, you know, it was a lot easier to do trips and different stuff. So that's what we kind of got her plugged in. And then, uh, of course, my granddaughter is active now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how have you seen those two things kind of mesh? Like, you, you know, the kids get involved. You've got these skills. Were you reluctant to get involved in the church or was it just an easy thing to, you know, your dad has been a part of churches. Was yeah, it easy for you? I feel easy because, I mean, we was always involved. And in, I moved here in 95 from Ohio. That's where I'm actually from. Okay. And we was always in, I mean, I just went to church for long as I can ever remember. Mm-hmm. All right, so this question might get a little uncomfortable because uh, Brian's sitting right here, but don't worry about him. You just answer this question <laughs> as best you can. So this is something I didn't ask Robert because we had Robert Gaines on and he talked about his business. Does it ever get awkward and weird? You've got your business and then sometimes that clashes with the church world, particularly if someone in the church hires you for a job. Have you ever had, uh, and I think it's awkward here because, you know, I'm sitting between the two. I, got, I imagine it's got to be a little, sometimes kind of be a little like, oh, if, if someone gets mad at the work that you've done or you get frustrated with them and you go to church together. I, how, do you, how do you deal with that? I don't feel so much that it does, um, mainly because we live in a small town. So probably really, it, you don't know matter. <laughs> it don't matter if I know from you, I mean, you're going to run into them sometime, you know, somewhere. Uh-huh. I know there's some contractors out there that, uh, in especially bigger atmospheres that they can get by with it. Probably, you mm-hmm. know, they can build a fence for you. And if it falls down next week, well then you call them and they're like, I ain't my problem. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and 
chances of ever finding them or you know it's going to be slim to none but lots of people know where you live (laughs) you know and and i've even had stuff that i'll build and i'll drive by and some boards or whatever you know i mean i had a tree fall into one once and i just went by and fixed it and the lady's like well i'll pay you and i'm like no it's not that big a deal you Hmm. know where you know and then as far as church member i mean i treat them the same as anybody else you know i mean it's a business i can't really like do it for free or something (laughs) you know i try to you know we do projects around the church and we try to you know make a better deal for that but i still got to pay my guys that work for me and insurance and that's what a lot of people don't understand the cost of a business is more than just you know just doing you got an accountant you got to pay every month and she's got to do your payrolls and different stuff you know and it it it, I mean, it adds up. So what you're saying is there was no awkwardness between you guys. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and uh, Doug is good about um, like there was there's just some minor stuff that you're going to have with a project that'll come up, you know, a month later or whatever. I don't remember what it was. Something, Maybe something a bat I, got in the house or something. Oh, we yeah, we did have a, we had a bat in our bedroom. And we're trying to figure out where that come in, and then we saw this little hole in the soffit. Yeah, and we're like, yeah. So yeah, that was it. Jessica has not forgot that day. <laughs> so anyway, he came over. I mean, yeah. week later and patched it up and. I mean, you you appreciate people who stand behind their stuff because we've all dealt with people who yeah. don't like yeah. they, like they drive away and yeah. you know if I come back it's going to be another five hundred dollars right. and it's something that should have been done really to begin with and um, it's re- like you say I think you almost have to do that in a smaller town or yeah. else your reputation pretty yeah. quickly you know if you're you know and that's what I say you're I mean you just I've never really theoretically ever advertised. Yeah. I mean, everything that I pretty much, I mean, I do have some shirts and hats, but word pretty much everything's word of mouth. People mm-hmm. will call me and be like, hey, a coworker told me, or hey, my, this here, or, <clears throat> you know, um, and that's really the best customers to have. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I've got some from that's Googled me or whatever because I've got bigger and they're the ones you're a little bit leery of because, mm-hmm. you know, so I, you don't know that. I don't know them, yeah. and, you know, and, yeah. and I understand, and, you know, so it makes it, but. Yeah. So you, you, we've already talked about how you do the railroad, you got your business, people are asking you for help all the time. Uh, you're a big family person, though. Yeah. Your family, you guys have been through a lot. <laughs> you're a tight-knit family. Uh, how do you balance uh this was something that I didn't really get into with Robert a whole lot, because but since you're similar, like owning businesses and things like that, how do you balance the busyness of you know when they call me, I got to go on the road. When the job needs to be done, it's got to be done. But then I've also I want to be at the ball games and I want to be there for family and spend time. Like how do you balance work and family? It makes it tough, especially with the railroad, um, because I mean you don't really know when you're going to work on the railroad, and it, it does make it hard to plan hey we're gonna have a birthday party on whatever day so Mm -hmm. sometimes you got to get creative and plan some moves and do some stuff and uh uh, but we're trying to i'm trying to figure that out a little better Uh and then as far as all my side stuff that we we know we're we're active um 
my son and daughter's got both got kids now and they've got stuff going on all the time and mm-hmm. i'll tell them well i'm not gonna go and then usually i'll end up going before the day's <laughs> over figure it out <laughs> or you know my daughter or my granddaughter just got into trap shooting oh yeah and of course she wants me to take her to that or whatever mm-hmm. and i'll be like yeah, i can't take you and then all of a sudden i show up at before practice and be like, come on, let's, let's go. go. So you're saying you just make it work. Yeah. Keep, usually keep family you priority yeah. though. Yeah. You can usually make everything work out and I might make a customer or two mad that I'm a day late or whatever yeah. getting there, but usually it'll, it'll all work out. That's good. How do you, um, especially working for the railroad, how do you maintain your uh, Christian witness and identity uh, when you are working in the secular world? Um, it's tough at times just because of the atmosphere you're in, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, you know, it's hard to keep your cool, I guess, or whatever, because mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they do and, you know, is not, you know, and Robert kind of brought that up with different companies that he had worked for, you know, as a, uh, when he was in the truck and I mean, the railroad's basically the same. It's probably a little better because it's mainly most of the time it's just you and one other guy. Right. Corporate wise, is they could care, you know. I mean, that's not really comes into play as much as them. And yeah. our laws are, you know, he was talking about they would make them go over their laws and all that. Yeah. It, it's impossible to do that because the railroad won't do it just because right. they would get federal fines. And I mean, it's it's right. watched a lot, right? So, that doesn't mean the environment's not always the easiest, no, right? No, high stress, long hours, yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty tough at sometimes to, to keep because they do some crazy stuff. <laughs> I bet. Uh, how does your wife? How's your wife been an encourager for you? She's she's quite the character. Everybody that knows she, her, everybody that knows her, loves her. Yeah. Has she uh, and the relationship that you have helped you as you've kind of gone through lots of different things? Uh, basically, just pushes me, I guess, to keep going and keep everything. You know, she don't really say much as far as what if I'm working or whatever. I mean, sometimes she'll say, "Well, you got to be there, whatever." And, is it, is it, so wait, are you, are, wait, are you saying she doesn't say much because she just gives you the look, or yeah. is that, she doesn't have to say much? Well, the time just kind of the look rolls her eyes and goes on. <laughs> or on my business side, we run into issues because she'll be like where are you going and i'll tell her and she'll be like are they on the list and i'm like well yeah and she's like i don't think they are or they're they're down here and you're and so because I, I that's my worst problem is telling people no or whatever mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah it's hard you know we try to do you know fit everybody in i guess i should say and there's times when it gets pretty stressful as yeah. far as i think we're overextended here for a minute or two there's one day he was at my house and i'm serious he would just get to putting the board up or something someone else would call and yeah. he was like you were supposed to be here to put my door frame on or you know whatever it was yeah. it's like six of those in a row and uh one of his employees is like you got to learn the word in <laughs> yeah it's tough because and a lot of and i run into that because and that's what my wife always says the intimate five minute jobs because i'll tell her i'll be like what's a five hey, minute it's job, a five minute job. <laughs> and then, we've all said you know, that before we just did one the other day we were supposed to redeck a deck before the people was having a, a party this weekend for their family reunion type thing and the guy's like hey i'll tear the decking off he just needs redecked and all that and we got there and i mean 
on the second day of being there, we had the whole back of his house tore out because the whole back had rotted out of his house, uh, basically, uh, you know, from years of five minute the job, water man. running down. Five you know, it was the four days we was there on <laughs> which should have been a one-day deal. So it sounds like the lesson is we need to do a better job of listening to our wives. That's what it sounds like the takeaway here is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Doug, we're so grateful for you and just not, not only the the help and the support that you give the church, but just who you are. It's always, you're always an encourager when you're around and we're so appreciative of you and your family. And I know that this is not your favorite thing in the world to do. So thank you for, for joining us. Yeah. Uh, for the blessing of the week, Mr. Brian Sevitz has that for us to close us out. So Brian, would you take us through the blessing of the week and then we'll get you on your way today. So last week I was at something called the Getty music worship conference. Mm -hmm. We took uh I guess six others, supposed to be seven, but one of our group got six, sadly. Um, it was awesome. I think we talked about it last year, maybe the week before I went. Mm -hmm. Thousands of people singing in harmony and just, uh, it really is like a taste of what you think heaven will be like because it's uh, multi-ethnic, multicultural. Mm -hmm. You go from like singing a, or hearing a, a uh, orchestra play Bach or something like that and the next thing you know it's black gospel choir I mean it's yeah. just a lot of different stuff one of the things they do at um, Getty is they commission artists mm -hmm. so there there was painting there was pottery uh, and there was poetry mm -hmm. I'm not a poetry guy you're not a poet well, I mean we sing poems all the time but I don't sit and read poetry uh -huh. don't desire to sit and read poetry you know it's just not my thing but they have this guy and he looks like a character from The Hobbit or something <laughs> uh, seriously and he talks like that too uh, Anthony uh -huh. Brake was there and he's like this guy ought to be a narrator for Lord of the Rings or uh, something yeah. so I cannot read these poems the way he did and I won't even try <laughs> but um, I was going to pick one of these the 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 theme of the conference this year was new songs written about the Great Commission. Mm. And a lot of them are just about serving. Obviously, the Great Commission is telling the message, the gospel. But I was thinking about that jives a lot with like Serve Day because we go out in the community and, and they just see us live as a Christian. And maybe with them we'll get to talk with them about what it means to be a Christian or be a Christ follower. But he wrote some poems about the Great Commission and based on different scriptures. So I want to read the one from John chapter 20 about the commissioning of the disciples. And this is what it is. Peace be with you, peace and peace again. He gives and gives and gives that lost shalom until at last we know it to the bone and hear as prodigals good news from home. He gives not only peace, but purpose too, a sending from the one who has been sent. As God sent me, so I am sending you. With all my Father's love and power you're sent. You're sent with good news to a weary world, with love that leads the vilest to repent. God's full forgiveness is released through you. You have shalom to share. So do not hold it to yourselves, but share it lavishly, that all who choose may find new life in me." Hmm. So that's my blessing for the week. 
maybe I'll post it because if they're like me, I have to read a poem. Gotta read it. And can't just hear a poem. I don't get it. No, uh, that's good. But uh, we were we were serving Sunday, and our people serve all the time. You know, that's just one day that we put that together. But um, I just always have to remember on days like that, like when I'm at a warehouse. <clears throat> sorting all kinds of Amazon return junk into yeah. piles and crates and stuff that all of this is purposeful and sometimes you have a face right in front of you and sometimes you just have to remember people are watching and mm. and we're being Christ through what we do yeah well thank you for that and remember that as you go about the rest of this week that you have peace the peace of God to bring to those around you. God bless you all. We are grateful that you joined us here today. Doug, thank you for being with us here thank today. You for and uh, we can't wait to see you next time here on the Ripple Effect podcast. Have a great day.